Hello and welcome to the Chris and Bud Show. My name is Chris Scarborough, and with me is my co-host, my friend, and my brother in pod, Mr. Bud Bohannon. Together we'll be taking you on a nostalgic ride discussing a wide array of topics from our childhood through today, hoping to share a bunch of laughs along the way. up you beautiful sons of bitches nah i'm just kidding i ain't gonna call y'all that unless you want to anywho we're gonna go back to our roots today we're gonna talk about them thar vigi games and how bad they suck now i don't think that's the main point but well yeah it's kind of the main point this one's gonna be another free balling episode we ain't got no notes we don't need no notes we gonna spit the truth you heard apparently yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't know so who I'm trying to be right now. I don't know either because it's not Bud. No, um, <laughs> it's like it's like. Listen, you told me to do this the intro, so I'm gonna be somebody else. That's it. Uh, it's just like when you tell me to say goodbye. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, you don't ever. So basically, what happened was we didn't have a topic, and uh, I'm, I've been lazy lately. We thought about it, and we said, "Man, we haven't talked about video games in a long time." It's been a minute. Uh, what, like episode six? I mean, it's been two months since we talked about a video game. and uh, Like eight episodes ago. Yeah, so we just wanted to have a time just talking <coughs> about video games. You know? Wrong button. Uh, it's that simple. Look at that. Didn't he, look, who needs a cough button now? Uh, I, I guess I got to leave that in there. Yep, you can't cut it because you don't cut mine. You make fun of mine. So I need, I need an I'm, edit where you make fun of it. I'm just going to cut the cough and, and leave it where you say, who needs a cough button now? And then people are going to think yep. you look stupid. Yep. That won't be the first time. So video games. This actually partly came up because we were joking about like how it, so it feels today. Go ahead. We, we was talking through text message. And our original topic today was going to be, oh, hell, I don't forgot what we was going to talk about. We're going to talk about things they don't teach you in school. Yeah. Okay. And then I forgot how we even got on the conversation of video games, but somehow we got on that topic. And then me and Chris were texting for like 10 minutes straight about video games. And I'm like, you want to just talk about video games tonight on the show? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, so a lot of it, stemmed from like what like basically what bud said but a lot of it stemmed from because it seems like video games today suck they well yeah i mean truthfully i mean it kind of is what it is when it's almost like you just don't even bother to play a video game until it's been out for a year and then then you play it yeah because they're so poorly made yeah they're so poorly made today which makes no sense 
Man, we are in we are in the time of technology. Technology's never been better. Graphics are amazing. You know, we got the hardware to run these graphics at decent frame rates. We got amazing audio sound. We got, you know, what I thought would be creative minds. But it's like they just rely on the technology and stuff we have to hide behind the fact that they have no creativity. And maybe it's because everything's been done already. I don't know. The, the creativity aside, the, the actual technical performance of games, especially new games, they release products that aren't ready to be released. And I'm tired of it, truth be told. I need a I need a soapbox bud moment put in before we start that. I'm just kidding. Um, Man, I agree. I, just, it, I hate it. I, I really do. It shouldn't be a thing because it feels like it's a constant thing. Does it? Well, not? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, for example, the, the two games we ended up talking about was the game I play. The game I play more than any other game is Marvel Strike Force. It's a mobile game. They just sent out this insane compensation pack to every player because they just took the game down randomly which they've never done. And uh, because of the bugs that they created trying to add content, it broke the, I mean, it literally just, it gave so many people the opportunity to just be success. It's just, it was insane. The, I've never seen a compensation package like that. As soon as it went out, a lot of these content creators were, were saying, listen, they just broke the game. I mean, you just gave everybody 7 million gold, which is like a very, I mean, that's not a lot really, but you, that's still enough to, you know, you can level a character from one to, to 85 you know, or 80, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you could do with that 7 million gold. And they just, they just b- basically broke the game. They gave everybody 20 red, red star orbs. They charged $10, or I'm sorry, they charged $50 for that. You know what I'm saying? Like to get that 7 million gold, that's like, that's like at least $50 too. Like this compensation package, if they broke it down in monetary uh, increments, you're talking about, they just gave us like $150 worth of game stuff at least. And it's, it's, uh, fuck, uh, they gave us a free four, elite four, which is what they call, uh, like their red star orbs, where it's guaranteed to drop four or higher. They charge $49 for just that one orb. I mean, Jesus, I mean, it's insane. First of all, the pricing's stupid. I'm going to call you Soapbox Chris because I just heard you say fuck and you don't normally use that word. I try not to. I can tell you're hot. You're heated. Yeah. Well, I'm happy too. Like, right. So I got this just as much as everybody else did, but it's like, in the Don't process, break it's the freaking game. In the process, yeah, it's fucking up the balance of the game. Yeah, because like, so you gave. A, I mean, of course, I still have things that I could spend that stuff on. Don't get me wrong, but like, you had this come out right as a new character was coming out. So if people got lucky and pulled a freaking a six red star on some of these new characters that are coming, that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I I opened the same freaking orb, but I didn't get nothing. You know, so it's just it's just weird. Uh, it's all chance and luck anyway. So it's just frustrating. But this all came out because of something they did in the first fucking place. I don't understand how hard it is to make things go live. Like, why not beta test? Listen, when I played for EverQuest, you can go to the test server today and they are beta testing shit for a month before it goes live in a game to test out everything that could possibly happen to make sure that everything is balanced and everything is working properly. How the hell can another game not do this? I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand why that's such an issue today like you said outriders is having an issue right now how hard is it to freaking beta test stuff i don't understand like what what is so difficult about it what makes it impossible to have a group of like 10 or 15 people test out your game they have i just don't i just don't understand it doesn't make any sense it beats me and here's my deal with outriders 
Outriders has is right now currently doing what they did with Borderlands 3. They have already issued fixes as far as character balance before getting the game stable. And I have issues with that. When you push out fixes that nerf the balance of a game before you push out fixes that make a game playable, like being a stable video game, there's something wrong with that. You need to make your game stable first. Then you can worry about balance. And this was the issue with Borderlands 3, is because you would find a character, you'd find a build, you would go get the gear for the build, and then here comes uh, 2K, and then, then they nerf the build. You're like, well, okay, whatever. It's Gearbox. Yeah, Gearbox. okay. 2K is the publisher. I got them mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd find, that, you'd find that game, or ugh, you'd find that build, and then they nerf it, and you're like, okay, whatever. You go find the, the next build, and you go and get gear for that. And then what do they do? They realize it's overperforming, so now they nerf that build. And at that point, you're like, all right, fuck this. I'm done. If you're going to keep nerfing everything that I'm playing your game to do, what's the point in playing it? But why nerf it? There's no PvP. There's no reason I to balance know. the game. That, that's you know, another thing I don't get. There's no reason to balance it. It's not like Destiny 2. As much as we could bitch about Destiny 2, they have a PvP section that's super competitive that I understand why they try to balance things. I don't know why they don't just turn off certain things in fucking PvP versus PvE. I mean, I, agree. I don't know why they that's should, difficult. They should balance those two separately, not together. Yeah, because you'll ruin an entire gun class balancing it because people only use uh, auto rifles, for example, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Scout rifles. It, yep. it, the, the auto the auto aims too good, so we're gonna we're gonna reduce it. Whatever. Well, damn it. You know what? I, we're shooting into damn bullet sponges over here in PvE. Okay. I need all the damn aiming I can get. Yeah, all right. I don't like, like I just, scout rifle metas because I only play PVE. Scout rifles suck in PVE. They're frustrating in PVE. Yeah. It's just I don't know. We're we're sort of like uh, on our soapboxes right now. Uh, we'll come down soon, but maybe it's one of those things. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's one of those where it's just like, man, I just this is a funny kind of not really a funny story, but an anecdotal story. Anecdotal story is ah! uh, I started playing. Yeah, that was funny. Ha! That was loud. Uh, Clipping. I was playing. I went back and started playing EverQuest just to kind of like goof off. Right. And uh, I realized why I loved that game. And I don't really connect with any games going on right now. I just don't. I don't. I was like, man, I, I don't know why I play anything else. Like, let's just play this. I know it's fucking 20 something years old, but I still enjoy it. Like, I still enjoy going in and playing the damn game. It's so weird. Makes you sound like and a like, grandpa. Yeah, I know. Considering the game, I game's remember back old. in my day, back when video <laughs> games were actually good. Sound like my dad. Back when I all I had was Pac Man. That was a video game. Defender Man. You ever played Defender Man? That's the good stuff, man. That's my dad. Uh, so or Galaga. I just struggle with the new ones, man. Like you said, Outriders, right? You uh, you, you were like, yeah, you got to play it. So I, I downloaded it because it's free on Xbox. Are not free, but it's through the Xbox uh, Game Pass. So I download it, and I and the game literally glitches in the fucking tutorial. In the tutorial, in the tutorial. Okay, I'm not even in the open world yet. It glitches, and I can't even get past the point where uh, 
you kill the guys and you're supposed to jump over something, I think. And I couldn't even get past it because the game glitches and it wouldn't allow me to jump over the freaking boxes. Mm-hmm. It's so, the fucking tutorial. So you're you're stuck with with one option. Reset the game. And who the fuck wants to reset what they've just played? Yeah, I've never played it again. I was like, this is stupid. I so it's just it's stupid, man. Like, how hard is it to make your the tutorial, dude? The first tutorial. 10 minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Like, and it's required gameplay. And it's not like there's other people that can frick this part up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that can screw it up. That can, whatever, weird interactions with another human being who's playing the game, too. No, nothing. It's literally you in the damn game. And I was <laughs> like, and you were like, ah, I, I played it for a little bit, then I just played it on PC. And I was like, well, I don't have that freaking option. Okay. And I'm not playing it again. And then, uh, Little John come over, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and he's like, there's this game on uh, Game Pass you should try out. It's called Outriders. I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I did, John. Okay. I freaking did. And he's like, okay. I was like, and it sucks. Can't even get past the tutorial. And this is where I'll insert, insert my PC Master Race. I had no problems doing that, but I have had problems where it's like, you have to go talk to this person and then you talk to them and nothing happens. So you have to quit the game anyway, but you do load back at the same point, but still you shouldn't have to, to begin with. It's like, what the hell dude? I just, my issue is like, all right. So outriders currently right now, there's this thing where there's some characters that lose their whole inventory. So how, how, how is this even possible? (laughs) Yeah, that, that's a pretty big one. So people will log into the game and their character will be naked. They ain't gonna have no inventory, <laughs> no gears, no clothes on, no nothing. How pissed I would be if I log in and like my epic character that I've grinded for like 40 fucking hours has no gear on. <laughs> yeah, they got that bug squashed or so they think. So far, reports have been good. So how do they do? How do they do a makeup? They give people... 20 legendary guns and armor. And all 20 pieces are God-rolled gear. Man, fuck that. How can you not just roll back... How can you not just roll back what they fucking had? You tell me you don't have any save ports of, like, they had in their inventory? I I don't know. I mean, I can understand... There's a damn... There's gotta be code in there for it. Like, there has to be. I can understand how figuring out... Because this happened to, like, thousands of people... So I can understand how it'd be hard to track down who had what and and to give it back out. Why does the gear have to be God rolled? Like you're taking someone like me that's already played the game for 40 hours. And then these people that had their shit erased could probably have the same shit that I'm wearing. But now they got God rolled shit. What? Yeah, better stuff. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's like Diablo in a fucking auction house, man. That was probably one of the uh, the biggest mistakes. Worst launches I've played in the past 10 years. Yeah. So let's just talk that about that. How about that? How about we just do like we've been disappointed a lot lately, but uh just think about like last we'll just say last ten years, worst games we've played. Obviously that doesn't mean they stayed that way. Like worst games we've played. Diablo's up there. Diablo three is one of the worst games launched that I ever played in my entire life. It felt like there was no like it was like got it was like uh what's it what is it, Dark Souls? It, it almost felt like that in a lot of ways, right? I mean not, not to the same. The servers yeah. were on fire. 
Yeah, and uh, well, I'm saying like, it, it, but the thing Which is, I like, you couldn't progress get. either. You're this triple A game maker. You have a pretty sound idea how many people are about to buy your title, especially if it's a fucking sequel. Yeah, and you aren't so, prepared so one of the for best this shit. Games you had, yeah. I've never understood that. Never. I've never understood how, like, for example, th- this happened to Destiny as well. Destiny Two, like when they launched, right? You had to mm-hmm. wait in fucking line to join the game. It's like you didn't know at a, a couple million people were going to buy your fucking game. Like, get out of here, dude. Yeah, get out of here. You couldn't buy an extra server bandwidth for a couple more for like a couple weeks to help the people who actually paid the sixty freaking dollars or the eighty or the hundred dollars for your damn game. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's bullcrap. Um, now they were too worried about releasing their DLC. Yeah, that they already were fucking working on. Uh, that were but already no, paid the, for. Yeah, that but, was wasn't know, even considered a DLC. They changed what 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 a DLC was considered for sure. Uh, because the value versus what you got was not there. And then they just do seasons now where you pay $10 for fucking 90 days. Well, they still do DLCs. No, no, I'm with you. But I'm saying like, so a DLC back in the day, and then like a DLC, even with like Borderlands 2, you felt like you were still getting your money's worth in the DLC. Oh, yeah. But then they started charging $50 for a fucking DLC, and you got two missions in a damn raid. And the raid was bugged, and you can't do the raid, or you can't do this, you can't do that. It's like, what the hell, dude? What did I spend my money on? Or it was um, half of a raid. Yeah, or or it's not, yeah, just a continuation of another raid, yeah. No creativity, yeah, so, no actual but, content. Same <laughs> price point of a normal DLC. Like, fuck you, Bungie, I'm done with your shit. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And, and it then, sucks, of course, because I love Destiny 1 so much. I would say that might be, like, um, Destiny 1 is probably in my top five favorite games of all time. I, yeah, I mean, I would I would almost put it as my predecessor to Diablo 2. Like, my list yeah. would probably have to be, like, Diablo 2, and then Halo 2, and then Gears, and then Destiny 1. Yeah, mine's like, man, I don't really think about that hard, but definitely EverQuest, and then... Man, Destiny 1 might be number 2, because I've like never really... Got, I mean, Borderlands 2 I really loved, but I think Destiny 1 was better than that. I didn't. I never really got into your Halos, or... I mean, I played Gears, but I wasn't like into it like you guys were, so it never was really in my list, but... Dude, I'm telling you, EverQuest, Destiny 1, Borderlands 2, that's my top 3, probably. Probably throw the Assassin's Creed's in there for you. Yeah, Assassin's Creed 2... Actually, it's probably ahead of Borderlands, but that's just purely story. But the Assassin's Assassin's Creed Two was a great one. Uh, it's the best one in the entire series for sure. And then I really enjoyed WoW in the early stages of WoW up until uh, the Lich King. I didn't because you had to pay to play it. Well, I was already used to that. And EverQuest Two was in there too. I wasn't because even back then I couldn't wrap my mind around spending fifty dollars for a fucking game. And then spending more money per month to play the fucking game. Are you shitting me? Yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? And it hasn't died. Here's the thing. Like, if you're going to go down that route, why not just make it a monthly service and download the game for free? Why the fuck are you going to charge me $50 to download the game? And then $15 a month for the fucking CD key to play the fucking game? Really? Yeah. Like, even so, the funny thing is, is that a lot of these have kind of gone away with that, except for a while. WoW is still not free to play. Uh, almost all MMOs are free to play these days. They still charge you the $50 a year. I, I look at it that way, right? I look at it like $50 a year for my uh, 
my extra content and then the $15 a year for my, I don't, I don't play, I don't pay anybody $15 a month anymore, but I used to. I don't, I look at it as money hungry fuckers. I mean, I agree. I'm just saying like, I don't, so the $50 like to buy the next year's worth of content isn't the, isn't the issue with me. My issue is $10 isn't enough. Like $10 isn't covering what you need. Why does it have to be 15? I don't know where this arbitrary number of $15 came from. Yeah, and the the other thing you got to think about too is when WoW came out. I think I was sixteen. It was like two thousand and three. Yeah, two thousand and three. I think it was two thousand and three. Yeah. Okay, so I was fourteen, fifteen, somewhere around there. I didn't have a job. I didn't have money to spend per month on a video game. Video games, you paid that flat fee, and that was your fucking video game. It was simple, pimple. It ain't like it is today. I just hate that the standard we live in. Because you know that video games release now with DLC in mind before the game even fucking launches. Well, yeah. I mean, today, so... Whether the game's a success or not, there's already DLC planned for it. I guarantee you. Well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So the game, the gaming, industry, gaming industry has obviously changed a lot since we were kids. For the worse. Um, I, I 100% agree, because like, just putting in perspective, like I was saying... For example, Marvel Strike Force, the, the uh, company who owns them is called Scopely. They bought it from they bought the company or the original game developer called Fox Next, which was originally owned by Disney. Disney actually owned this game and uh, owned the uh, game developer who made it. And then they sold it to Scopely. And Scopely is basically a, a giant mobile game developer. They made like almost $250 million off of this game last year. That's net profit. Okay. Think about that. Let me say that one more time. $250 million. Off a free game. Yes. 100% free game to play. This, well, I blame, I almost blame Fortnite, really, for a lot of this. Epic and yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite's the, the most beautiful success story out of a free game generating a lot of money. Yeah, it is the, they created a whole new genre of issues. Whole new, whole new genre of video game industry. Yeah, they changed the world and they changed the gaming industry a lot. Fucking but epic. unfortunately, for the worst, right? Like they've done this a lot. Epic did a lot of things because uh, they created the Unreal Engine and that's best changed thing gaming. ever. Uh, yeah, I, uh, definitely one of the best engines uh, ever created. Uh, we're on like three or something now, but it's one of the best gaming engines out there. And and the thing about Epic, I've and you know. I give them a lot of credit for this is that they have a tendency to try to side with the little guy. And I do appreciate that. But at the same time, like, come on, dude, like it's insane what they charge these people. So for me, I struggle with like smite and these, I don't know how to lump because they're different. I know the battle Royales are different than, than your style, but you work through the game, through this particular fight or this battle to get all this stuff. And then you start over with nothing. And I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I just never understood how that became such a popular thing. Like, mm -hmm. Battle Royales, like, you spend all, you just hope you find something that's worth a damn. Then you kill somebody and then you hope that you win. And I just don't get it. it doesn't, <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Uh, I, I don't it's, understand. It's just that competition based aspect that, that's solely all it is. It's no different than playing but it's, Halo multiplayer or Gears multiplayer. But it's not. It's not super. It's, it's not because there's also random chance, random luck. If if I drop in and I don't and I can't find any a gun worth a crap, then I'm more than likely going to die 
even with the, you know what I'm saying? If I come across a guy with a good gun and I have a bad gun, it doesn't matter how much skill you have. And now there's probably some Fortnite guys who are like, yeah, there really is. Well, it not. does matter who has the gun too. If we're on equal playing fields, like if we're the same skill and you have a better gun than I do, I'm going to die. Uh, well, I won't, I won't it, argue it that. Sense. I mean, I'm not a fan of, of battle royales myself. It just doesn't make sense. But I, I am would, a fan. I would much rather. I am a fan of MOBAs, and I am a fan of online shooters, like minus their campaigns or you know, like Call of Duty Zombies or so, just just strictly their multiplayer, which is on a fair playing field thing. for everybody. Yeah, that that's different. Right, right, right. You all have the same guns. You have the same stuff available to you. I've never really cared. So that one was always fine with me, and I enjoyed the like having to level up the gun to get the different sort of paints for it and all that stuff. All that was cool. Now they just sell it to you <laughs> yeah. because they realize they can make more money than making you play the game. But truth but be I told, always, I'm fine with that. If, if I, they, I am too. If they want to charge money to offer you the flexibility to appear differently, like if it's only cosmetic, I am 1000% behind that. Go make your bread. But my thing to, is, though, back to Diablo. Me, yeah. When, when you charge real money for, get, for stuff that can influx your actual progress of the game aka pay to win i'm done with it before i even play it that that we completely agree on i guess my thing is like you still have to make it available for well to some extent right like in diablo it's different in like for example the mobile games like marvel strike force that i play the whales as they call them they're the ones that keep the lights on they're the ones that spend the majority of that 250 million dollars i mentioned mm-hmm. uh because they're blowing a hundred dollars the- a week or a month Oh no, that way more than that. I know a guy. I mean, I get uh, it. My my little mobile game I played. I mean, there was yeah. wells in there too. Like they yeah. would release the level cap, and the developer expects people that have already been at the level cap that keep on grinding to hit the level cap within like a couple weeks. Wells would hit it the minute that the cap was unlaunched. And but I'm okay with like I know that I'm never going to be in that same tier. And I'm totally okay with that. But I also don't have to deal with that tier of people. They're in totally different tier. They're not me and them don't we don't interact. I don't have to fight them in war. I don't have to fight them in arena. I don't have to fight them in any of my game modes that are PvP. Yeah, player versus player in any way, shape, or form. I don't have to deal with them. So I'm okay with that. I you know? I'm not still. Because then if you get then if you start in a conversation with somebody that you know and you're like, you know, take Diablo, for example, it's like, yeah, I'm a hell of a Diablo guy. I've got a, you know, Paragon level 20,000 Barbarian that can do Greater Rift 300. And I'm just over here thinking, okay, you spent a lot of money. Congratulations. You still suck at the game, I'm sure. Well, so Diablo especially, like, I like those games that require you to kind of, like, for example, EverQuest. I always come back to this. EverQuest required you, it doesn't matter how much money you spend on the game, you still have to know the character, how the character works why you do what you do and how to do it and when to do it. And all these things all matter more. Like for example, people used to buy characters all the time. So they would sell the account. So say they leveled the character to, to the cap. You can do that. If you're what they call power leveling, it could take you a couple days, like a, uh, like maybe a week or two, if you're doing it hardcore and then you can gear them out pretty quickly, get them like pretty good gear and you can sell it for a couple hundred bucks, thousand dollars, whatever. Not a, not a massive really investment. Um, and they would sell it to these people. And these people would buy it, and then they would they would come into the game, and then they would suck because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that they have max AAs or that they have the best gear in the game. 
if you don't know how to play the character, uh, you can't just win just because. And Diablo 3 is the same way. You still have to know how to play the character. If if I go in there and try to play a witch doctor on like torment or, or what's the final what's the final one? Difficulty? Hell ten. Torment ten. So if I try to do torment ten, even if I had really good gear, I'm probably not gonna be successful successful because I just don't like that or rather I don't play that character that much, right? And I don't know it that well. But if we said I probably can't do Torment 10 with any of my characters, but <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I know what you're enough, saying because there's certain builds that rely on how you play the game. And if you're not yes. knowledgeable or good at playing that play style, your gear isn't going to walk you through that difficulty level. Yeah, it requires both. Yeah, you have to know what you're doing. So, for example, like we probably got through me, me and you. We probably got through some stuff that we probably shouldn't have because we were pretty good at, especially in Diablo three when we had played together, because like, we knew the stuff pretty well. And me and me and little John did the same thing on Neverwinter, where we were able to get through a six man dungeon with two people. You know, what I'm saying like we built the entire dungeon on level. Like it's not like we were way above the leveled cat or that level for that particular dungeon, and then went into it. We're we're literally fighting the dungeon at the level that it was required six people. And me and John, because we we know the characters and we knew what we were doing, we were able to get through it. Um, and I think that's like what I'm, you know, what I'm saying I, we could have paid and I could have bought all the gear and all the stuff and whatever and, and and power level through it even quicker. But that's part of it. Like I've mm-hmm. always enjoyed the challenge just as much and, and learning the character because at the end of the day, that's what's the most fun, right? That's what it. That's what an MMO was always for. For role playing, so you could kind of, um, and not just MMOs, but for games me, in general, getting that sweet loot. Well, that comes with it, right? But you also have to enjoy the character, right? You, oh, you yeah. usually, what did you play in I, uh, Diablo three? Anytime I pick an RPG game, I always go after the fast two handed DPS guy. That, that's just my play style. I I hate playing tanks, or like so how, I am a or how John likes and support people that is my yeah. least favorite class to play because i'm so, a selfish so asshole i don't want to support wish, anybody <laughs> that's why i wish we'd all play together because i love tanks you love dps john loves healing boom we got a group brother yeah. you know what i'm saying and it's the same way in smite <laughs> you know you got y'all got your roles you know in your five lanes you got a a carry which is your ranged dps guy you got the tank you got a uh mid laner which is generally like magical damage you got a jungler, which is generally melee physical damage. And then you got a warrior, which is kind of in between a tank and a assassin. So he's kind of like a bruiser, pretty much. So he could do DPS and do a little bit of tanking. Right. And can you guess my favorite role in Smite? Jungle. Hmm. I'm probably wrong. I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear all of them. I think the, we said jungle. The hunter. The carry. Yeah. Oh, the carry. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So what's funny is I actually enjoy tanking, but I do enjoy a uh, rogue slash assassin slash like ranger sort of um, those sort of things. I'm not really I've never really been into like the magical damage sort of guys. Same. Uh, I don't I don't know why I just didn't. I just this is not my play style. I, I don't I, uh, I don't like them because they're so squishy. Yeah, I, well, I, I think that's why I've always liked tanks, because uh when I when I first started playing EverQuest, because this is kind of like this is the game that sort of developed my play style, right? Uh, yeah, if I you're was playing by through, yourself and you start with a squishy character, you might not be able to beat the game by yourself, and then that discourages you from playing it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. My, uh, what was funny is my buddy, he was a, uh, well, so what ended up happening was one of my, one of my best friends uh, at the time, he played the game and he was a druid, which is like a, a healer slash DPS. They don't do a lot of DPS. So they, they focus on both, but they're, they're kind of like a, a second tier DPS and a second tier healer. So they're a not hybrid, really good at either one. All right. Role. They're not good at either one. Yep. Uh, excuse me. And, uh, so I was like, well, what, what would be good with, with both of us so that we could, play together and uh of course this was in like this weird time frame in everquest and i was like well, what if i'm a tank and he's like yeah he's like but warriors are sort of undervalued which was the that was a that was the uh the main tanks in the raids or were they're called they were warriors uh they still did some decent dps and they were two-handers uh now they use shields they're a shield and a one-hander it's just the way the game has progressed but uh and meta i was like shift. well huh meta shift yeah meta shift yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Because of how hard the shit hits now, you kind of can't use two, uh, a two, one, two one-handed weapons because the extra AC or armor class from a shield makes it a lot better. So I was like, well, what about a paladin? Because the two was either a uh, Shadow Knight or a paladin. They're the other two tank, tanky styles. And the Shadow Knight's a bad guy. And I'm, you know, I like to think I'm a good guy. And I, <laughs> and literally, I know that sounds ridiculous, but that is the reason I picked him. Is like, I'm the opposite. I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, for me, I was like, oh, I'm kind of a good guy. I think I'm going to be a good guy. So I picked a good guy, and that was a paladin. It was a great decision, and I love that I loved that class. But yeah, it's kind of funny that you're the exact opposite. Yeah, I like to pick the evil-looking dude. Like, <laughs> when I played Warcraft 3, my favorite race was the undead race, just because they looked the coolest. That's the sole reason I chose that class. That is so funny. Yeah, I, um, I went with a... Uh, and I'm like that with a lot of video games. Paladin. Like you know no, how I agree. you yeah. know how nowadays you kind of because of the internet and YouTube and Google you kind of research yeah. a game before it comes out and you're like you know what role do I want to play when this game launches and you kind of do a little delving into what roles do what and you're like that's my guy back in yes. in our day it was load up the game and I yeah. dude I didn't even pick based on I didn't read any descriptions either I'm just like that guy looks the coolest I'm picking him. You know, that's, that's how I crazy. played Mario Kart. That's yeah. how I played Star Fox. That's how I played, you know, all these other games that had character selects. I just picked the dude that looked the most badass. Yeah, I've always been. Uh, well, I guess. So the way I've always looked at it is like no one likes to play the tank. No one I've ever really met. It's like, man, I love tanking, you know. So mm -hmm. I think that was part of the reason why I enjoyed the tank, because it's like I always got a role. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm yeah, always you don't have to fight. in a lot of ways. You don't have to fight with nobody. Because people yes. like me that like to play carry, which is the high DPS role, were a dime a dozen. Right. Well, all DPS is. So in EverQuest, the way EverQuest used to work back in the day, it's not this way anymore, is you needed, you needed two things. You needed a tank and you needed a healer. The other four characters are irrelevant, but, <laughs> but you needed those two. Otherwise, you don't have a group, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, really, ideally, a perfect world. You had your, your tank, you had a paladin or a shadow knight as a backup tank. You had a healer, you had and you had your one DPS and one support. Or I'm sorry, two DPS and one support. That was your ideal. So you had your three and three. I mean, there's a lot of people who could do that sort of now. There's a lot more. So like even a ranger could, even though they're mostly bow, they still have two hand um a, two one-handed weapons, and they could tank for a little bit if it, if they're if shit were to hit the fan. See, and uh, and this is kind of where I have some quarrel with games, for example, like Diablo. If you wanted to go through like, say, in Diablo 3, 
if you wanted to pick four barbarians to run through the game, you could easily yeah. do so. You don't need any variety to, to yes. push through the video game. Or like I think that's frustrating, yeah. Or like Destiny, you know how some like when raids first come out, you know, those LFG forms were always like, We need we need a, a hunter and then three titans and two warlocks, or we need four warlocks and two hunters. You know what I mean? Because each role did yep. their own thing. Yeah, I kind of wish that would come back. I, yeah. I I miss it a lot. I know it sucks because if you don't have that particular character, but like I really enjoyed where you needed where you couldn't. Now, I do like like So, for example, we would have like uh, you would make some mismatch groups and you would still be able to kind of kill content. But that's more because of the character of the people who are playing the characters in the like I said, the know how what to do, how to do it, when to do it is almost as important as the character themselves. So there have been times where I had some mismatched groups where I'm a tank and then I got three or four shaman in a fucking DPS, like a, a necromancer or something or a necromancer and something like that. And they're keeping me healed and they're still doing damage and we're still kicking ass. And it's like, that's an unusual group combo. But you find a way too, right? Like the, mm -hmm. the characters or the people playing the characters can kind of make the difference. And I always thought that was something that um, it lacks. Like, for example, if me and you want to jump in right now on Destiny 2 or even Diablo 3, it doesn't matter what character I choose, doesn't matter what character you choose, we'll be fine. And that's frustrating. Some, uh, I get it because you want to be able to do it by yourself, but at the same time, it's like, it's I wish there was a reason. Right, right, right. It's like, why do I have to run with this? Like, for example, uh, what difference does it make if I got a hunter or a like why why can't on a strike you require a hunter, a warlock, and a titan? I, how hard is that? Or yeah. define the roles a little bit more. I know we talked about this when we talked about Destiny One and Two. Was that I get why they didn't do it because they didn't want to pigeonhole anybody. But at the same time, that's what made games fun was that you needed these particular characters, like that you needed to play. Uh, you know, and I I wish that there's that I could find a game that we all like that we could do that again. I don't, See, that's I don't why know if that'll like, ever happen. That's why I like Smite though, is because you can do some hybrid team comps. So like you could run two hunters on a team, a mage, a tank, and a jungler. The problem though is that ninety percent of the time that standardized comp that MOBAs are known for is gonna get you the the W. So it's a proven theory. What this game was designed for is how you need to build your team. You know, and you've got plenty of characters to choose between the roles. So I think there's like there's just like around 15, 20 characters per role. I mean, there's 103, 102 gods total in the game. You know, there's a lot more in League. So it gives you it gives you that that flexibility to create a team while still playing within the parameters of what the game was designed for. You're not just picking a team of five magical mages and running the field. You know, if, if it were Diablo, you could just pick four barbarians and, or four sorceresses and, and just go do whatever you wanted to because the game's not set up for that kind of role optimization. Yeah, and I wish they would go back to it. I think that, I mean, I, still, even what you were saying with Smite, like you said, it does require roles, and I think that's a good thing. And like you said, it does have some flexibility in terms of what you pick. And of course, you know, the, we're talking about older games too, and uh, Smite's a relatively new game compared to the one I keep comparing it to. But WoW does the same thing. 
EverQuest 2 does the same thing. You know, all these old MMOs, that's what they that's what they kind of built their their thing on, right? Like even though you can like wow, their whole thing was you can you can tackle group content uh so I'm sorry, solo content by yourself with basically any character. And I'm cool with that. So then group content it requires a certain, you know, group, you know, and I think that's a great thing. And then raids are the same way. If you want to do raids, well, you're going to have to have some tanks. You're going to have to have a lot of healing. You're going to have to have your DPS. And you can't see, do it with just all tanks or all healers. And the, But that's the other thing, too, is like there's some games. You know, like as people join the game, the difficulty gets more complicated. Like they increase like the health and the damage by a percentage based on how many people are in your lobby. I like that because it still allows you to play the game solo, like you mentioned earlier. The problem is like with Diablo, no matter how much they increase that difficulty, you could still run through it with four of the same character class. Yeah, that's always been my big like, like I said, I think that's been my big gripe for the most part. No, mine has still been money. Well, I mean, at some point you got to just, I, I think we're going to have to learn to live with it to some extent. I'm not letting not it go. I, no, <laughs> it, no. It doesn't impact no. me. So I don't care. No, you're not you changing know, my mind. I'm not trying to change your mind. Um, I said God no. Knows, I don't bother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, for example, if EverQuest, is, which it is, to some extent, pay to win, because at the end of the day, if you buy enough XP potions, you can get to level 115 quicker. No. If you did all these things, you could you could get there. No, but I could So could I. So could I. I don't pay for it. I could still get, well, at that level, it's different. You have to pay the $15 if you want to get to like 115, unless you want to sit there and fight way below your power level to be able to kill stuff, because Hell they, they no. disabled... Uh, AC Augs and all this shit. But uh, I think that would be something that would be fun if we could. I can't wait to Diablo 2 comes no. live. Hopefully I get a, a new computer before then. But uh, what if they put that stuff in Diablo 2 or in I'll, Diablo 3? I won't remake? play it. Plain and simple. You, want, <laughs> you, want, you know they're going to find a way to make some money off of it. So I've already played the game. I'm not missing out on much. You uh, see how my brain works, people? Yeah, it doesn't. So that's... Hey. <laughs> that's just, <laughs> uh, Anyway, give me another game that you played that you that was that uh, was terrible at launch. Hmm. Huh. Truth be told, I can't think of any because I play uh, a lot of games, uh, and then I play them for five or ten minutes, and then I just completely scrap them out of my mind. I, mean, not, I guess we've already beaten up on. Uh, I mean, it's not Anthem that enough. I'm, yeah, it's not that I'm not open to video games because fuck, I'll download anything and give it a try. Not if a fair I, one sometimes, but yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's just I know I know you and John really give me shit about not giving a game a fair Very chance. Much. But yeah. man, if if I get into a game and it just drives like absolute ass, like the game engine sucks, I I know myself as a person. I will never get used to a shitty game engine. It's just not gonna happen. So why bother wasting my own time? That's how I feel about Bethesda in basically every game they've ever released. You know, the Fallout series, uh, Elder Scrolls. The the best way I could put it into an analogy is like if you eat a brand new uh, piece of food or a meal that you've never had before, and it smells like shit, and it looks like shit, probably going to taste like shit too, right? There might be that circumstance, 
or it might be a really good meal, but you know, most of the time, you're going to trust your other senses that if it looks like shit and it smells like shit, it probably tastes like shit too. Like, no one's ever going to convince me that eating crickets is good. I know some people around the world think crickets are a delicacy. You ain't going to convince me otherwise. I'm the same They're way with video games. It. They're going to work on it. That's, uh, that's apparently the new thing with, uh, what's it, uh, burgers. They're trying to get it to be cricket burgers. Yeah, the impossible cricket burger. Yeah, fuck that. Anyway. I want um, my meat. As we say, fuck that. Um, I like the Arby's guess, where they, they advertise we have the meats. That's yeah. what I want. I guess Fallout wasn't made by Bethesda. I guess it I was. Can't remember who there? It was. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I for some reason I couldn't find it. Anyway. Yeah. I I feel the same way about that series. Like it's a great series. Everyone loves it. I just don't. I don't like Fallout. I don't like the Elder Scrolls series. I don't like the way the combat system works. I just don't enjoy it. I don't like. So the I image. get you. Right. So I get it. Uh, it's just it's just kind of funny how. How it works, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck did this game get to be as popular as it is? And the damn combat system is is like literally from 1995. It's wonky as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the original. Well, Dar- Dark Souls feels that way, too. Like, I didn't enjoy the game engine. And then on top of that, you're telling me that it's like really fucking hard, too. So, But at the same token, you know, that that whole philosophy does get flipped around. For example, Godfall, it plays nice. The combat system's fun. It just ain't got no fucking content to it. Which I'd rather which is have. Weird. I'd rather have that problem though. Because of the two, th- yeah. Because then a DLC can easily fix that. You know, if Godfall comes out with a paid DLC, I will one thousand percent buy it because there's nothing wrong with the core game. Yeah, out- it's amazing. It's amazing that that how differently like well, we have the same outlook on that. But it's amazing. Like, for example, I was thinking about this. I, I was laying in bed one day and literally was thinking about. Was it daytime how, or nighttime? I think I was trying to get the baby to go to bed so to take a nap. So I think it was probably at daytime. I just want to make um, sure you're telling the truth, not lying. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm being, I'm being legit, 100%. Uh, legit I'm, to quit. Yep. And I'm, I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking to myself, like. That's how you think? I really. Yeah, I am. This is, I'm like thinking to myself, damn, dude. I really don't like shooters that much, but Destiny just fucking did it right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, dang, you know, literally that's what I'm thinking to myself. And I'm like, I don't know how the hell I played Destiny for as long as I did, because I can't remember what I was playing. Oh, when I was playing, I played Outriders for like five minutes. And uh, I was like, man, this game fucking blows. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it felt. I didn't like the combat system. I didn't like the fucking, Look, I mean, man, I don't mind I, the cover. I, I, I completely understand because I'm not a big fan of fighting games, yet I played the ever-loving shit out of Street Fighter 4. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I just, yeah. I mean, I, I've never really minded shooters. I just, You're not a competition-based person. No, I'm very much a, a player, a player versus environment team-based is what I prefer. Yeah, like if uh, me and you, if me and you go play Destiny right now and we boot into a 1v1 pvp game you're probably gonna win every most times well i mean besides that you don't get i don't you just don't have no emotion when you play you're just kind of like uh i got shot Uh uh-huh he he killed me you know 
It's you yep. don't have that. You don't have that spark underneath your ass. It's like, no, fuck you. I hit you. How did you start <laughs> shooting after me and you fucking killed me? Fuck you. Fuck your grandmother. Fuck your dog. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you got to get that fucking fire under your ass. That's what makes the game so fun. Granted, I don't have it anymore. As I grow older, I lose that yeah. competitive spirit, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm slowly sliding. Well, not slowly. I'm kind of done slid there now into single player story games or small fire team style games. I'm definitely in that spot. Yeah, I don't really um I just don't enjoy I don't enjoy PVP anymore because I never felt like it was always very balanced. Like for example, a great example is when we used to play Call of Duty, right? Every time we play Call of Duty, I always felt like it was pretty balanced. I never felt like I was it was more skill than anything. Now there's always wonky shit that happened, but you never felt like you never used the M4. I man. huh? You never used the, the M4? M4. Yeah, I fucking love the M4. It's my favorite gun. So that probably because it was broken. Yeah, I could I could headshot from across the map. I mean, come on. Uh, but here's the thing. I was everybody ACR knew man. the M. What was the? Uh, it wasn't the M4. What was the? Uh, what was that little um, submachine gun? The nine. That one. No, not the P. No, it wasn't the P90. There's another one. Uh, it's like an MP8 or something. MP5. Yeah, the MP5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I could headshot from across the map. Like, dude, the thing's got a fucking range of like I don't know. And fuck twenty because my favorite class in Call of Duty was the fucking stabbing class. So I don't want your yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, we, I remember having so much fun. And with, see that right know. there. That just validates my point. My favorite class wasn't even a class. It was just to run around and stab people. So, little background. You were an awesome decoy. Little background is when we had a full lobby, I used to drop out of the lobby and then wait for the host to start the game. And then I'd open up the Xbox dashboard and join the session in progress so I could join the enemy team but still be in the party with my friends. And my sole mission was just to run around and stab people. Because... Yeah. If we meet each other down a hallway and you have a gun and I have a knife and I still kill you, oh, you ain't going to hear the end of that one. Yeah. And I that, loved that, I mean, it. We had so much fun doing that stupid stuff. Yeah, I miss those days a lot more than uh, than I care to admit sometimes. But we, I mean, but even then, you would still do pretty good. Like, that's the funny thing is, like, you would still do pretty good. It's just because we'd get matched up with. I mean, it was always funny. We'd get matched up with really bad players, but, um, and, you know, and, and back then to, to bring the podcast topic full circle here, the game didn't fucking suck. It did not. No, it I was mean, a playable game from day one. Yeah. You know, it's fun. And I, I don't think they really updated. I mean, I'm sure they still had updates, but it's not like it is today. You know what I'm saying? Like well, you're not getting up a, in the air. No, I'm for real. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they still updated it, but like they didn't balance guns as much as they do these fucking days. They didn't change as much as they did, at least not then. Well, I as feel they like, do, you know what I'm saying? I feel like majority of that is because of YouTube and Reddit, and you know, there's just so much more platforms for people to discuss. Oh yeah, that gun's broken, and then people can, you know, see it and be like, "Well, we're, we're gonna nerf it." Well, fuck the game developers for for you know bailing on it who gives a shit well it goes back to like you said earlier beta test your fucking game yeah if you just did your shit in the first place would there be no issues here 
I, yeah, I struggle with that one. I just, I'd never, today. And, and if here's I, the if thing, I too. When we, shit, say, you know? when we say beta test your game, we're not saying have the game developers play the game. Send that shit out to, to fresh eyes. You know, someone that has no fucking idea what the game is. Because they're the ones that's going to find all the problems. Yeah, I mean, so, like, for example, today, if I want to go on the test server in EverQuest and uh, test out some stuff and, and see what the new stuff's coming, I can. Doesn't hurt. What, I mean, who cares what's coming? Does it really impact anything? If yeah, I go and tell and somebody, you know what Smite, I mean? Like, doesn't Smite really has matter? one of those, too. They have a, a public test server. Whatever yeah, you do, what? whatever you do on that server does not carry over to the main server. It is solely there exactly. for balancing. Yes. Like, so I think that Smite is probably, if, if I could ever get into MOBAs, it's my kind of game because they do everything that is that a normal game in my mind should do. You work on balancing, but at the same time, you have a test server where you can have, for example, me, you, and everybody else can go on there and play games and test out stuff that's coming. We're yeah, testing out characters. some of the balancing they're thinking out. Yeah. And it's like, how fucking hard is this? How hard is this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's not, I mean, how much more could it possibly cost you to, to run a test server? It cap it. Let's say you can only allow 50 people in there, whatever. I don't know. hundred people. I don't know how big a server is. I don't know this stuff, but there's no way it could be so much that you need all this other crap to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I struggle. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling. I've, uh, I'm with I've you, gone man. back to playing a fucking 20 year old game. <laughs> Instead of instead well, of bothering, and see, know. here's another cool thing: like the Diablo two remake, it was announced this year, like confirmed announced. They just had their alpha testing a month ago, alpha. So they got to move on to their beta, which I don't know when that'll be, and then they'll release the the final product. And keep in mind, this is a game that's already been made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that all they did was update the graphics and a couple other things. Like, yeah, it, and they're it going through they're going through this much fucking testing to make sure that when the game launches, it's not gonna suck. And it might still, but it, well, I mean, at least it, they're trying. If it does, I mean, that's up in the air. But you know, it's a game that's already made. Yeah, <laughs> that. But it's like you already know what you're. You already know what people are expecting with this game. Like you just expect certain things to work the way it used to work. Like it, we're not asking for. Uh, you to change the you know to redevelop the wheel here. We're just asking you to put the same damn game out with better graphics. That's it. Yeah, put better rims on the wheel. Yeah, I mean, just don't. I don't. I don't. Give me some multi-spoke rims. I don't want that old <laughs> old three-spoke design. I, I don't. I don't want a damn hubcap. You know, just just you know, put some chrome on that shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just wild, man. I just uh, uh, one of the guys I work with. He was talking about a new uh, MMO that's coming out. I can't remember what he called. Uh, Avalon or Al Albi. I don't remember what he said it called, but uh, he told me to look into it. Obviously, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I don't remember what it was called, but uh, maybe it'll bring some back. Like I tried. It, the problem is, is that, like you said, the MMOs have only gone in, in, in one way, unfortunately. All MMOs, either you subscribe or it's I pay to win. I still can't get past MMOs. There's one thing that all MMOs do that it fucking drives me up the fucking wall. Why? Does the town space need to have 5,000 fucking people in there that lags up the fucking game? Why? Well, uh, yeah, here I am. I'm not in town. I'm playing on my fucking awesome PC over here dropping 200 plus frames per second. I go into town. I'm at 15. What the fuck is this about? 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I remember so this is a this is sort of another funny anecdotal story for you, bud, so I need to laugh. Ha! <laughs> it got me. Uh so I used to have to play obviously I couldn't play at full settings anyway, but I used to have to play the game. I had to turn everything all the way down to go into a freaking regular city like uh it was at the time it was called plane of knowledge which so is what you're saying is your your pc blew up when you went into town yeah damn near so like literally i have to look at the ground far clip planes all the way down and i have to try to run and see where i'm going at the same time without popping the map because when you pop the map it, it has to load up and then that requires a lot and that makes you lag out this is fucking nuts <laughs> You're like just trying to run, hope you get the right way. You're like, oh yeah, I know where that pebble turns. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's so ridiculous to think about all the little things that we used to. Do. You know, I was a kid then, but yeah, that, doing all do this shit on stuff. doing all this shit on dial-up connections or like low-speed yeah. broadband at the time. Ugh. Yeah, I remember when I first got like a gigabyte of RAM, and I thought that I was like hot shit, you know, because the game actually ran pretty smooth, and I turned spell effects on for like the first time I've, I've ever seen spell effects, and I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. You know, because I actually <laughs> got a new game. Yeah, it's like God, dang! I didn't know this was all here. You know, and like, there's certain things that I didn't know. Yeah, obviously, obviously, I knew when you cast a spell, certain things happen. But like, when you click like certain uh, certain things, you're like, damn, what the? I didn't know it did that. You know, <laughs> you're like, wow. It's like it's like it's like the it's like seeing color for the first time. It's like, what the hell is this? Yeah, it's it was it was wild, man. It's, like seeing uh, an HD remake. Yeah, yeah, it was like going from a bubble screen TV, like the old school bubble screens, and going to like a a flat screen H, uh, like HDMI, uh, like 1080p. It's like what the hell? Which you know, it's so let's, different. Let's talk about that for a minute. How do you feel about all these HD remake games that are coming out? Uh, well, I guess first we should redefine what what's the difference between a remake and a remaster. Too. Yeah, you define it because I don't know the difference. So, like a remaster is basically what Diablo 2 is. It's basically just graphic enhancement. Don't really mess oh, with the game. Yeah. A remake would be like Resident Evil 2 that came out. Like completely ground up game engine redesign. The 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 lore and the story and all that stuff is still the same, but completely different game engine. Cuz obviously so <laughs> it's been very successful for Resident Evil because it is a remake. Yeah. But they didn't touch the story, which is why people right. like the game. I for it. That's what I'm going to say. I'm 100% for it. either one, really. Because well, uh, here's my thing. There's some companies that they rehash the same remaster. I agree. Like Final Fantasy is one that comes to my head. There's been two or three different Final Fantasy X remakes or remasters. Because like as consoles come yeah. out, they, they make a new quote unquote remaster of the game i just feel yeah, like we're in agreement on some of that it's just yeah. a quick cash grab because you know it don't well, take long at all for that studio to go from you know 1080 to 1440 graphics right right so like for example uh i i i've bought now granted i wait till they're on sale so i sound like i'm over here paying full price for anything but like for uh the assassin's creed remasters i bought i think i bought basically all of them uh i would only pay like between five and ten dollars so it's really not that huge of an investment right but like yeah. for example i'm know, speaking uh, more in terms of launch price though so like would you spend yeah forty dollars no. for a game like if destiny made a 4k maybe. remaster maybe <laughs> maybe destiny that might be the only one 
Uh, but I'm just saying, man, isn't that, means, that, a, that means they're relaunching servers too. That means we could actually play shit again. So I'm okay with that. But I mean, isn't uh, that a hard pill to kind of swallow to spend this money on a game that you've already played? And the only thing it is, is just the graphical increase. And they're wildly popular because that's why they keep doing them. But doesn't that also say something about the current gaming market that there's no 100% there's no good games that come out. So people just want to buy updated, pretty old games. So. Uh, Destiny is a weird one because of the 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 MMO aspect of Destiny One. Well, Destiny's but, a bad example because they yeah, it was. they upgrade yeah, for free. But yeah, Assassin's Creed Two. We'll use that one because it I launched. It. Yeah, it launched whenever Seven Twenty was a thing. Well, and the I cool thing about the Assassin's Creed One. So the Assassin's Creed Two one came out with Assassin's Creed Two uh, Brotherhood All three parts. Yeah. Yeah, and you got uh there was another game that was released that was not necessarily a part of it, but it was released to PlayStation exclusive only. You got that one as well. So I ended up with four games for the price I think I paid 10 bucks for. 10 or, I might have paid $20 for it. That's not launch price. So I didn't I didn't pay $50 for it. I bought it on sale. I would never ever, this is just me, I would never pay full price for a launch game. Xbox Marketplace and Xbox Game Pass have convinced me not to spend full price on basically anything anyway sure words have never been uh, spoken yeah i I just don't do it but i usually wait until i catch real because ubisoft puts stuff on sale all the time so usually i can catch a uh one of them on sale for like i think i bought uh rogue which is was a remake that was released like at the tail end of 360 and was only released on 360 and i played it on 360 but i was like I really want to. I literally kept my 360 to play that game, and uh, I really wanted to play it on the newer system with the better graphics and all that stuff, and just see how much better it looked. And I paid for it, you know. I mean, I paid, I th- but I only paid like eight bucks for it, so it's a totally different scenario than paying forty dollars for it. Mm-hmm. Like um, Kingdoms of Amular, right? It's a really great game, and it was released recently, but it's forty dollars. I'm not paying forty fucking dollars for it. I'm just not gonna do it. Now, if I catch it for ten bucks. Maybe even twelve dollars. I'm in. I've already played the game. I've already played through it twice. I would play through it again because I really enjoyed the game and I really enjoyed the story. But I'm not paying forty dollars for it. Yeah, it's kind of like buying a movie that you've seen thirty times, but this movie's now released in ultra high definition. I'm not paying forty dollars for it. No, no, because well, I mean, they do that with movie, movie, but I no, wouldn't pay fifteen. Yeah, I wouldn't pay fifteen dollars for a movie that's. You can find it the ninety nine cent bin because that's what they're doing with movies now. Like for example, when uh, you try to rent a movie, I'm sure you've rented a movie on uh, any of the rental sites like Amazon or anything. It's like four dollars now for a fucking movie for one time for twenty four hours. I don't rent movies. What the? I buy them. No, but I'm just I'm just saying. I, I got kids, man. You got to watch. Sometimes you just got to. But even if you bought them a, a new movie today in in uh, Ultra HD or whatever, they're like thirty five bucks. They're twenty five. 25? Yeah. You sh- where, uh, is that on Xbox? Yeah. It might be because it's on there. I don't know. Some of the ones I've looked at were a little bit more than that. But and even I love still- Xbox because they, they put all them combo packs together and that's how I buy a lot yeah. of my movies. Like I bought all eight Harry Potters for like 50 bucks like a long time ago. Yeah, like, you know the one that I regret not buying is uh, one Friday the 13th. They put all like 13... Friday the Thirteenth movies for for a dollar each, so it's like thirteen bucks for the whole series. Yeah, and I, and, I love and, deals like that, man. 
that's the stuff that I'm more of that guy. I don't go seeking out deals. I'm not that kind of guy. But if I find a good one, I will. I will even if that's like my last like twenty bucks, and I'll spend ten of it to buy <laughs> you know, to buy a game if it's a great deal. What pisses me off is like, I think this happened like a couple years ago or so. It was right before they released the new newest Rambo movie, and I went and bought like because they had like Rambo one, two, and three for five dollars a piece, and then the fourth Rambo was like seven fifty or something. So I bought all of them because they were cheap. And I'll be damned if not even a month or two later, they released all four in a fucking pack for like five dollars or some shit. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. I just, yeah, it's like that was my last twenty five bucks. But damn it, I would have rather only spent five. You know? Yeah, uh, that's so funny, asshole. Uh, yeah, I'm not really a movie guy. I don't buy a lot of movies, but yeah, with remasters. If I get a good deal, I, I'm definitely in because I do like playing them on the uh, the slightly better console slash whatever. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about them? I I'm not a big fan of remasters, which is odd because I'm gonna buy Diablo 2, which is a remaster. But that's probably but, just because I love that game so much. Yeah, remakes I'm kind of weird with. I get why a lot of companies don't go after remakes, like you're. You're touching a collection of work that's been proven to be good. And if you do anything that changes the tone of that video game, it can be received very well, like Resident Evil, or it can be received and kill the reputation of that game almost. Like, I've never played them, but when they revamped the Super Mario Brothers 3 on Wii, like the Super Mario Brothers U or whatever game it is, I've never played it. But I'm about willing to bet my paycheck that's a fun game. Yeah, I would completely agree. And it would be worth, in my mind, it'd be worth it if I caught it on a deal, right? I don't have a Wii, but if I did, or Wii U, whatever. If I did, it would be something that I would be interested in purchasing. Like, um, I have a D- Nintendo uh, DS or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. A DS. And uh, I bought uh, Pokemon Yellow. I mean, it's not a remake or a remaster, but it's the exact same game. <laughs> but I just... <laughs> I was like, hell, 10 bucks? I'm in, dude. I'm I'm totally in. <laughs> Here's my $10. And, and the, the thing I hate about the Nintendo store is you have to buy... So, like, you buy it as Nintendo coins. So, you have to buy... I don't know. Let's just say it was 100, 105 coins, right? But the minimum you can buy is 120. What the hell am I going to spend 15 coins on? Like, that's they, the only thing I, I hate about that their store. So, they do that so you keep <laughs> buying shit. Yeah, assholes. So... It's just uh, like tax. I never understood that. You know why are you yeah. gonna char- why are you gonna charge me ninety eight cent for an item when you know damn well I'm about to spend more than a dollar on it, dicks. Yeah. Like yeah. why can't you charge the <laughs> item for ninety two cent that way I play a pay a dollar flat? Assholes. It's too much effort. But I, I guess we're sort of in a we disagree on remasters. I guess in my mind, uh, if if well, it also depends on the game, right? So I'm not gonna buy every remaster that's ever been released. Because there's only there's certain games like the Assassin's Creed series. I love that series. Well, Gears and of War is only, another good example, like the Ultimate yeah, Edition. I was gonna say, did you buy? You bought that, right? Yes, because they revamped the game engine. You know, it went from releasing on 360 that was 720, 30 frames per second, and then the Ultimate Edition run on the Xbox One, and they bumped it up to 1080 and 60 FPS, which is the main reason I wanted it. Because it was the yeah. very first start of switching over to their current game engine 
I think it was Gears 4. This was before Gears 4 was released, because I'm pretty sure it went Gears 1, 2, 3, Judgment, the Ultimate Edition, then 4, 5. I think that's right. So that's the reason I wanted the Ultimate Edition, too, because I wanted that 60 FPS, 1080 goodness, you know, because I, I love playing Gears multiplayer so much. And I'm like, 30 FPS versus 60? Fuck yeah, let's go. And then you didn't even play it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, was, you played the game, but you didn't play the P, the PvP part. It was too long, man. My my passion done burned out. Yeah, it's kind of funny, you know, um, the way gaming's worked in general. You know, it, the way I look at it is that remasters and that sort of stuff is is like I said, it depends on the game. If there's certain games, like like for example, I'm not gonna buy. I'll never buy a sports game. You know, there's no point in remastering those, right? Uh, yeah. But I wouldn't buy them. Even if they tried to re-release, like, for example, uh, NHL did it, where they re-released the 94 game, which was, I guess, like, considered one of the best. It's, that was on, I think, the Super Nintendo. I don't uh, know. I might buy another version of MLB Slugfest, like them one-off well, see, games. see, there's certain things. Yeah, yeah, there's certain things that because of the... Uh, but that's not... But, not but you're those, buying it because not of the... Not the realistic the, ones that just change the roster every year. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's slightly difference between those two. Yeah. Like if if I could find NFL Blitz, the original Blitz, not not some of the follow-ups that they try to make, but the original one, and I could buy it today, even if they didn't even remaster it, if I could buy it today, I would. Because mm-hmm. I enjoyed NFL Blitz, the original one ever made on PlayStation. Uh I think it was PlayStation One. Yeah, it was. That was like my favorite game. Me and my brother had so much fun playing that stupid game. And mm-hmm. I would probably buy it today to play it again. You know what I'm saying? Like but that's a lot about nostalgia and just like what it means to me more than anything. But, but yeah, if they I remake just, it and they change they things yeah. and they change things about the game and then it could send that game to a shit show. They could change it for the worse, which is that's why true. I, I feel a lot of companies don't try it. Well, yeah, I think a lot of them are just uh, they don't want like you said, especially like Final Fantasy and some of these other games. You wouldn't want that because you don't want to interrupt the story and what was the important part of the game, and you don't want it to not and you don't want it to lose that luster. Like, what if Diablo Two is a bomb to you? Like, is that going to change how you felt about the original time you played it? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. is that going to change your opinion on it at all? For me, no, it won't. But it's it's also like if you take wrestling as an example, when people retire, you know, once they retire and they're they're gone from the company their legacy has been cemented in the company. And then you got people like, for example, mankind, you know, like he retired, but then he comes back and he does all these damn appearances. And like, he's a general manager of raw and all that kind of stuff. He's kind of hurting his legacy a little bit. I mean, it's kind of cool. You get to see him, even though he said he's done, but it's kind of hurting his actual career. I think. Well, yeah, his is his is a funny story anyway because he lost a retirement match to Triple H and then was like back two months later. But well, I mean, yeah. it's the same way with the wrestling Rock. doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm <laughs> just saying, goofy. it's the same yeah. way with the Rock. You know, when, when he's when he's gone, you think about his career and what a great career he had, and then he comes back for like a WrestleMania match, and then he comes back for another one, and then you're just kind of like, all right, dude, what are you doing here? Yeah, especially uh, what's so funny is. Uh, one of those he like tore his peck and like delayed the the filming of of a movie, and his manager was like, "Bro, you cannot do this anymore." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Bro, you're interrupting my cash, okay?" <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, 
it's I, I agree in that in a lot of the premise of what you're talking about, where like if you continue to remaster these games, you're hurting the legacy of what that what that game stood for. But at the same time, like we were mentioning earlier, I do think that because we're in such a weird, I'm just going to say it, a sad state of video games. They suck. Uh, we have I mean, there's probably, I don't know, 50 to 100 games pushed out every week. I mean, not we're not we're talking about totally different levels of video games, but video games nonetheless. Yeah, indie every week. games, the AAA yeah. titles. Yeah. And like, uh, I mean, when was the last time you and I played a game together? Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, I can't even remember what that was. Destiny, probably. But, mm, it, well, or Ultimate, when was that? Um, John's House. But no, oh, we had to play Destiny was, since then. I thought she was talking about like a new release game. Yeah, the last time we played that was released new was definitely Destiny 2, for sure. Like, 100%. And that was like five years ago <laughs> or whatever, three yeah. years, whatever, however long ago it was. It just doesn't happen anymore. Like, I, I don't play new games that much. I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm worried. I'm worried. I think that there's a lot of games that people, well, I think part of it is like what well, we talked about Fortnite earlier. And uh, well, I guess you can compare it to music, too. Like you just mentioned, there's an oversaturation of games right now. And a lot yeah. of them suck. I mean. If you go on the Steam store, there's a lot oh, of cheap there's a lot of cheap games on there, but they're cheap for a reason. Now don't get me wrong, there's some hidden gems in there. They're far and few. Very far. Yeah, and there's a party that just wants to support them, but yeah, like I've got I've got like four hundred and something games on Xbox, and I probably only played less than half of that, dude. Now, of course, a lot of that's me and my brother sharing games and he buys stuff, some stuff that I don't like, and yeah, I buy and stuff out of that. that- out of that 400, how many did you actually spend the uh, actual release like, price for? Maybe five. I'm yeah. Not, <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to like make it sound, but it's honestly, I Anthem, Destiny 1, Destiny, well, not on the Xbox One, but still for Destiny 1, because I, I bought it on the 360 and it carried over to Xbox One. I still paid full price for it. And then Destiny 2. And Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, the one that's in the uh, deserts, and that's the only other. I think that's it. Odyssey. Four games. No, no, no the uh, not Odyssey. The one after the one where they're in these, uh, like with the pyramids and stuff. I think that's Origins, right? I don't know. Okay. I think it came before Odyssey. I can't remember either. Either way, my brother bought that for me for my birthday, so that was like last one. So four games, maybe five, full price. I'm with you. Most of them are significantly below that. But any closing thoughts on our rambling, bambling, crazy ride talking about video games again? They suck. Well, that's about what I expected. Yeah. Until next time. But next week, because we already told you what we was going to talk about today. Next week, we'll be talking about shit that they should have taught you in high school. That'll be a fun episode. Yeah. So make sure you tune in for that one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do this before Chris tells me to say goodbye. I'm going to say thank you for listening. I'm going to ask that you check out the Discord. And I'm going to ask that you check out the Facebook page, the Twitter, and that kind of stuff. Once again, thanks for listening. And I'll hand it off to Chris. Thank you. Thank you. And as always. We appreciate you, and bye. Hey, everyone. If you made it this far, we appreciate you listening to the end. 
If you want to get a hold of us, our social links, we have a Facebook, which you can find Chris and Bud Show. Our Twitter is Chris and Bud Show 1. Chris's personal Twitter would be at Deliberate88. My personal Twitter would be at BudB88. We also have a Discord server that we've launched that's free for everyone to join. You can find the link for that on the Twitter or the Facebook page. Discord is going to be the easiest way to interact with me and Chris. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Oh, 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 o